Hello, welcome back. This is uh, Nelly at Together Through Trauma, my little slice of podcast places um, where we kind of deal with people's uh, trauma out there, really. Started off as a bit of a take on narcissism and then it's kind of developed somewhat, but not too advanced in terms of trauma care. And this is my disclaimer. You ought to know that there are professionals out there who very much um, do care for your cash uh, in terms of <laughs> all your time in terms of um, looking after you. But there are others who do provide holistic uh, care practices, which I think we'll cover in a later episode. But uh, for now, um, thank you for navigating here. You've probably clicked a link that said, come and hear some bits of my book. Now, it's not it's not it's not a book about my story or anybody else's story. It's just really a how to about narcissism and, and a little bit of my own um, uh, probably insignificant but my own views on on healing and uh, growth and and communicating with different entities in this world that we that we inhabit for a brief spot in uh, in the existence of time but um yeah they are just my thoughts and a correlation of about five years work uh, without any emotional attachment to it you'll see if you hear them you'll see it's not it's not about me or anyone it's just a book about uh, trauma and the paradox of narcissism. In fact, it's called the narcissism paradox: um, em- embrace healing and uh, unraveling abuse. And it's my, uh, it's uh, it's book one of three. Uh, there are two more coming. Uh, the second one is uh, is more of a uh, sharing people's stories out there. Um, and the third, which is also in production at the minute, is actually more of a screenplay, uh, which should be which should be a bit of a lull. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what comes of it. We'll see. Um, so this, what you're about to hear now, is an excerpt, two rather chapters from the book. Um, if you do like what you hear, please do consider heading over to Together Through Trauma and click on the book and just buy an advanced copy. Um, formerly going to be released uh, in early October in time for Christmas and currently sat with a uh, in the, with an editorial board of a, of a significant uh, uh, publisher. Don't want to jinx anything, but you never know. You just never know, do you? Either way, it's going to get published by the 7th of October. Um, it's a completely finished manuscript. Um, yeah. So what you're about to hear then is um, uh, chapter 32, uh, which is about embracing resilience and and growth. And then um, we're going to follow it with chapter 47, which is really called Navigating Online Relationships, Setting Healthy Boundaries, otherwise known. And I've gone on about long enough on this podcast, but the good night test. Um, yeah, so right, gonna be right back and then you'll you'll hear you'll hear one of the chapters followed by followed by the next. All right, be right back. Chapter thirty two embracing resilience and growth life is a journey filled with trials tribulations and triumphs in the aftermath of abuse and adversity the pursuit of resilience and growth becomes paramount this chapter explores the profound power of resilience the art of bouncing back from challenges and the potential for personal growth even in the face of unimaginable hardships Resilience is the inner capacity to adapt, recover and thrive in the face of adversity. It is the art of weathering life's storms without really losing one's essence. For survivors of abuse, resilience becomes a beacon of strength and of hope, propelling them forwards on the path of healing and transformation. 
Building resilience involves a multidimensional approach, encompassing emotional, psychological, and physical well-being. From nurturing healthy coping mechanisms to fostering a support network, survivors lay the foundation for resilience through mindful self-care and personal development. Growth emerges as a profound outcome of resilience. As survivors embark on their healing journey, they discover new strengths, insights, and perspectives. Growth is the alchemy that transforms pain into wisdom, empowering individuals to create a life aligned with their authentic selves. Turning adversity into opportunity. In the crucible of adversity, survivors find opportunities for self-discovery and empowerment. The challenges they face become catalysts for change, encouraging them to tap into hidden reservoirs of strength and resourcefulness. Embracing post-traumatic growth. Post-traumatic growth is a phenomenon where individuals experience positive psychological shifts following trauma. Survivors of abuse can cultivate post-traumatic growth by seeking meaning in their experiences, re-evaluating life priorities and finding renewed purpose and direction. Cultivating a growth mindset involves embracing challenges as opportunities for learning and growth. By reframing negative beliefs and embracing a growth-orientated outlook, survivors foster self-empowerment and resilience. The role of support and community in supportive relationships and community play vital roles in nurturing resilience and growth. Connecting with others who have experienced similar hardships provides validation and fosters a sense of belonging. Mindful self-compassion. Self-compassion is an essential aspect of resilience and of growth. And by treating themselves with kindness and understanding, survivors cultivate emotional resilience and develop a gentle inner dialogue, which can then lead to transcendent limited beliefs. Survivors often carry limiting beliefs rooted in their traumatic experiences. And through resilience and growth, they challenge and transcend these beliefs embracing a new narrative of empowerment and of possibility. Celebrating progress, not perfection. In the journey of resilience and growth, it is crucial to celebrate progress rather than seeking perfection. Each step forward, no matter how small, is a testament to the strength and of the resilience within. Embracing resilience and growth then after enduring abuse is a testament to the indomitable human spirit. Through the alchemy of resilience, survivors transform pain into strength and fear into courage and adversity into opportunities for growth. In the pursuit of resilience and growth, survivors reclaim their narratives and they become architects of their own destinies. And with each step forward, they forge a path of healing, empowerment and limitless possibility. Okay, well, that was chapter 32, Embracing Healing uh, uh, and About Resilience and Growth. And what did you think? Um, I mean, it's, it's, I know it's short and, and uh, there's no, I'm not droning on about things in there. I want to get straight to the point, I think, um, is really to focus people in. The whole book in itself builds a, a sort of transcendence of um, the, the heroic journey uh, that abuse survivors are on or have endured. Um, of any kind um, to come out the other side of that sort of level of of you know objectively what what's the, the worst of humanity is 
is staggering really to behold and that's not me blowing my own trumpet my a lot of my trauma was third party you know as a trauma medic i was witnessing other people's trauma and i just got overwhelmed by it leading to ptsd but that that none of that compares to other people's trauma in terms of directly um being at the hands of it anyway um i'm gonna gonna go into the next chapter now which is navigating online relationships and as i said in the intro setting healthy boundaries in the good night test and I've said it in more than the intro. Um, this is this is really this is really how it's done. So just be right back. Chapter forty-seven: Navigating online relationships, setting healthy boundaries, the good night test. In today's digital age, online interactions have become an integral part of how we meet and connect with others. However, it's essential to be mindful of setting healthy boundaries when engaging in online relationships, especially with potential romantic partners. Healthy boundaries are crucial in maintaining emotional well-being and protecting ourselves from potential narcissistic manipulation. When chatting with someone online or through mobile devices, it's essential to recognize and listen to your own needs and your own emotions. If you're feeling tired or need some rest, it's actually perfectly okay to express that to the other person. A simple, honest message like, I'm feeling tired. Thanks for the chat, but I need some sleep. I'll keep my phone on for work emergencies, so I'll say goodnight now and I'll catch you tomorrow. That sets a clear boundary without being mean or dismissive, because it just isn't. Creating and maintaining boundaries is essential when dealing with potential narcissistic individuals. Narcissists often challenge and invalidate our boundaries, as we all know, making us doubt our own instincts. But by asserting and maintaining our limits, we can protect ourselves from being taken advantage of or manipulated. So a positive sign of a healthy and respectful connection then is when the other person respects your boundary and continues the conversation the next day without pushing or pressuring you. This shows that they are considerate and understanding of your needs which is a promising sign for a healthy relationship. On the other hand, a red flag to watch out for is if the person does not respect your boundaries and continues to message you persistently, even after you've expressed a need for rest. Now, narcissists may employ tactics to keep you engaged and intrigued, using usually, as we know, flattery, lies, or even creating fake emergencies to erode your boundaries and keep you hooked. It's crucial to stay vigilant and trust your instincts when dealing with online relationships. If something feels too good to be true or if the other person's behaviour seems manipulative, it's essential to take a step back and assess the situation. Remember, genuine connections are built on respect, of empathy and understanding. In the world of online interactions then, it's easy to get caught up in the excitement and allure of new connections. However, it's essential to remain grounded and mindful of the potential red flags. Establishing healthy boundaries from the beginning sets the, the tone for a balanced and respectful relationship and it allows you to protect your emotional well-being. You have to recognise that your time and your emotions are valuable and should not be taken advantage of or used as a means of manipulation. Stay true to yourself, listen to your instincts and be un unapologetic about setting boundaries that prioritize your well-being. And in doing so, you increase the likelihood of attracting genuine and healthy connections that will enrich your life rather than draining it.
Well, there you are. Two ep- uh, two chapters, rather. Uh, navigating online relationships, the good night test, and uh, and taking a look at, at uh, resilience and growth. And while we're here, let's just do one more. Um, just for the lols, as they say. Uh, so the book itself, there's like um, 50 chapters or so. Uh, and in between, in between uh, every now and then, sort of randomly placed, if you like, there's quotes that I've personally found um, informative and helpful. Not just to read them. It's like a book of quotes you flick through if you just need a bit of that extra guidance or rather some quiet time, I think. Um, so a lot of these quotes have uh, sort of helped me uh, through the years and have also helped me uh, understand myself better. And what I've done is I've provided several of them throughout the book and then sort of reflected on on that quote. And so here's one uh, just in closing of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, If not, no worries. It might not be the right voice for you, but do continue uh, with your own healing journey and strive to be all that you can be following abuse and uh, the recognition of your trauma. Okay, so this is Gita Bellin. And if one desires a change, one must be that change before that change can take place. If one desires a change, one must be that change before that change can take place. And I find that quote holds profound wisdom that can be applied to both survivors of abuse and those who recognize their own narcissism. In the context of abuse survivors, the quote speaks to the transformative power of taking ownership of one's healing journey. It emphasizes actually that change begins from within and that the desire for positive transformation must be embodied in one's actions and mindset. To break free from the shackles of abuse, survivors must embrace their innate strength and their resilience and actively work towards creating a healthier and more empowered life. For survivors of abuse then, being the change means reclaiming their sense of self-worth and setting boundaries that prioritize their well-being. It involves challenging limiting beliefs that may have been ingrained by the abuser and taking steps toward personal growth and healing. By being the change, they seek survivors can break free from the cycle of abuse and forge a new path that celebrates their autonomy, their agency, and their inner strength. Similarly then, for those who recognize their narcissism, and I know that's a thing, a hard step, but those who do recognize their narcissism, Gita Bellin's quote, points to the transformative power of self-awareness and of accountability. Acknowledging one's narcissistic tendencies is the first step towards change, and by being the change that they desire, narcissists can embark on a journey of introspection and of personal growth. This may involve seeking professional help, such as therapy or of counselling, to understand really the root cause of their behaviour and to develop healthier coping mechanisms. Well, in both cases, the quote underscores the importance of taking proactive steps towards positive change, and it emphasizes that change is not passive or external. Rather, it requires individuals to actively embody the qualities and behaviors that they wish to cultivate. Whether it is survivors of abuse reclaiming their power or narcissists seeking to transform their behavior, the process of change begins with and ultimately self-awareness and a genuine commitment to personal growth. Ultimately then, Gita Bellin's quote offers hope and encouragement to both survivors and narcissists alike. It reminds them that they have the agency and the capacity to be the catalyst for their own transformation. By being the change they desire, 
they can unlock the opportunities for healthy change and creating a brighter and much more fulfilling future for themselves and those around them. Well, there we are. That's the episode done. Um, I hope you enjoyed what you heard. And if you did, please do consider pre-ordering the book um, by following the link in, in the description. And uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll go from there. See if it helps you. See if it doesn't. Whatever. Take care. Bye bye.